0: Welcome to Holiday Moons, where we celebrate our love for the holidays year-round with you. And today, we're excited to share with you Christmas time in Walt Disney World.
1: Yay! As we mentioned (laughs) last
0: week, we are in Disney all this week, which is why the sound also sounds different. We're in our Disney rental home for the week. And we've spent this past week um, all over Disney World in Florida. So I am Randy Moon. And I'm going to be specifically talking about this week the characters and traditions
2: shared within World Showcase in Epcot. This is Cole here, and I'm going to be talking about a lot of the attractions and rides that had special holiday decorations.
3: This is Sydney, and I will be talking about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party 2018.
1: Woo. And this is Beth, and I will be talking about Disney's After Hours at Magic Kingdom.
0: So normally I would ask uh, what holiday happenings we've had this week, but since we're in Disney, uh, pretty much our whole week has yeah. been... has been one big holiday happening. One big yeah. holiday happening. So since we podcasted last week, uh, we spent the whole week doing, seeing, smelling in Christmas at Walt Disney World Parks. Uh, but first we want to give you a, a little context on the whole trip before we get into our specific topic. So as we mentioned last week, we drove down from Virginia Saturday and Sunday into our rental home. So the week really started for us on Monday, where we started out in Animal Kingdom down here, and we got up early, and we made sure we got onto Pandora's Flights of Passage. This is the main ride at Animal Kingdom, so it gets busy and stays busy all day long. So if you get there early, I usually try to get there about an hour and a half before Opening, uh, You're pretty much guaranteed you're going to get in and get through quickly in Flights of Passage. Basically a ride in the world of Pandora. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a screen-based ride, although you're sitting on a kind of like a um, motorcycle. S- motorcycle seat in front of you. and uh, And you've got 3D goggles on. And basically you are entered into the world of Pandora. And you fly on a... Creature It's called a banshee. They have another name for it. And you fly through and around different parts of Pandora. So it's one
2: of the best rides. Yeah.
1: It's amazing. Yeah,
2: it's a really unique experience. There's not a whole lot that's like it. People compare it to Soren, but it's only sort of at its most basic level like Soren in that it's screen based.
3: Right. Everything
2: else about it is this unique experience. Yeah,
3: they take it to a whole new level. I mean, it's, it's very unique. It's mom's favorite ride, I think. Right. I have a
1: difficult time having favorites of anything. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? And I'm more like, well, I have I like this food or I like this color, but this is my favorite Disney World ride.
0: Right. So we always try to make sure we get on it uh, at least once during our trips. And we were able to do that this time as well, uh, which was lots of fun. Then we uh, ate that day. We ate at Tiffin's. We also went on a safari They have a safari ride at Animal Kingdom. And uh, that was a lot of fun that day. Because it was a cooler day and cooler weather was coming in, that was the day, if you guys recall, that the animals were just all over the place. Yeah, they were. The uh, Thompson's gazelles were actually springing uh, in the air. Mm -hmm. And they were running, uh, chasing each other across the safari uh, giraffes were everywhere. The, the rhinos were getting in the way
2: of the uh, yeah. vehicles. Well, and at one point, the rhino was so close to the vehicle that could have reached out and touched it if you were sitting on the edge. Right. It if is, he had turned around, he would have bumped into it. He would have bumped into it. Right. Yeah. They were. It was a lot of fun. So that was a good day
0: at Animal Kingdom. Uh, later that day, that evening, is when we went to what's called the Disney After Hours event at Magic Kingdom that Beth's gonna describe in depth in a little bit. The next day, because we were out so late with the after hours event, we slept in and that's the day we went to Disney Springs for a little bit in the afternoon for some shopping. That's Disney's Shopping and Restaurant District, they call it, Disney Springs. And then later that evening, we went to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party event at Magic Kingdom, and that's the event that Sydney's going to talk about a little
1: later. And Disney Springs is an area that you do not need a ticket to enter. Correct. Right. Anybody can enter at any time. It's right. open to the public. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Lots of things to buy. Yes, and to eat it's excellent. Once you get there. And it's very, very decorated for the for the season as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday, we went to Epcot. Cole actually elected to have a quiet day back at the rental house. Uh, but Sydney, uh, Beth, and I went, and we enjoyed the celebrations that day at Epcot. Epcot has a lot of holiday-related decorations, characters, music, food, and entertainment, but it's such a large park that it's not possible to see everything in one day. So we actually went back later in the week, and this is where I will talk a little bit later about the characters that uh, we encountered there. But we had a chance that day to enjoy the atmosphere. You get photos taken with the trees and some of the characters. But that evening was the evening that we went to the candlelight processional at the American Gardens Pavilion in the back of Epcot. That basically is the story of the birth of Jesus with A choir, a narrator Usually a celebrity narrator In our case, it was Robbie Benson Who was the voice of the Beast In the original cartoon, Beauty and the Beast Later in the week, like last night For instance, it was John Stamos That drew a large crowd And I know next week, it's Neil Patrick Harris He generally draws one of the largest crowds But it's a great event, it's one of my favorite events Where they talk about all the different Aspects of the story of the birth of Christ And the carols that go with it and they have a live orchestra mm-hmm. and a large choir that's along right. the way so that's a lot of fun on thursday then we went back to animal kingdom this time with our friends from houston for part of the time and again we uh, some of us got up early to go to flights of passage again and we did uh, the normal uh, things at animal kingdom for us like the safari ride there's a dinosaur ride there that we like a lot and then that night we stayed late because that The Pandora area of Animal Kingdom is really made for nighttime. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of amazing colors and sights and sounds. It's a whole different world during the night. So we wanted to make sure we had some evening there where we could take pictures and enjoy that.
2: Yeah, and to give some context, when you go into Pandora, there's all kinds of weird alien-looking plants and rocks and all kinds of stuff just filling this place up. And at nighttime, they all light up. Right, they glow and they up. So it's, it's light this up. sort of bioluminescent-looking right. atmosphere. So, um, they have lamps, but a lot of it is lit by all these plants and in the water. And, if,
1: and on the walkways. And on the, the walkways. so it's splatters with it. It's just very interesting. It's very
2: Different. difficult to describe. So definitely go online and check out photographs if you can. And if you go there, definitely go during the day
0: and during the night. Mm-hmm. And spend some time just listening to the sounds in the land mm-hmm. during the day and night because they're different just like our noises of animals and insects and things
2: are different day versus night they do that as well there there's of course man-made but yeah it's really interesting well it's interesting because you don't know what's man-made and what's not man made right. because right. it is animal kingdom they have a lot of different birds and insects and all kinds of that uh, right. all kinds of stuff so some of it's man-made and some of it's sort of all mixed together
3: yeah and we were talking about how the sounds are randomized, so it doesn't sound like they're recordings. It right. just sound, it sounds much more natural.
0: It really does, and it's, it can be very loud sometimes. Yeah, this
3: is not a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: It can be pretty loud with the insects and animal sounds.
1: Randy and Sydney both got some really good pictures that maybe we can put on the website. Mm-hmm.
0: Or on Facebook or on Instagram. Uh, so that was our Thursday. Friday, we went to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. That was our one-day at that park again we spent some time with some friends there this is the park that uh, opened the new section called toy story land and they're building the whole new star wars land that's not open as of right now that's another year and a half away for this park but uh, we got a chance to ride the new rides Mm -hmm. in toy story land that was sydney and cole's first time Riding those, and I think Beth's first time riding the roller coaster,
1: Slinky Dog. The Slinky, <laughs> the slinky dog, dog Dash, the I think Slinky it is. Dog Dash. <laughs> That's right. My first time riding that, it was a lot of fun.
0: Right, and that was the thing I love about Hollywood Studios. We mentioned the parks being decorated. Hollywood Studios really goes all out in the decorations in the different mm-hmm. areas. They've got Toy Story Land is decorated as like a little kid would decorate it, but still lights and mm-hmm. and things like that. But they have a um, retro-look section yeah. of the park.
1: Which is so cool.
0: Which has a lot of silvers in it, a lot of the old-looking garland and wreaths. And
2: yeah, you know, I was thinking Hollywood Studios is probably one of the more decorated parks. Right. And I, I don't think you realize that when you're walking through because Magic Kingdom... Down Main Street, USA, and the Cinderella Castle and everything is massively right. decorated. But it's less so as you go sort of... Beyond that. Beyond that. Hollywood Studios is more consistently decorated right. throughout the entire park. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's what I noticed as well. And the music they play at the retro
0: oh, is just classic Hollywood music. Um, Bing Crosby. Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a lot of great... classics. Right, classics. So yeah. King Cole. So a lot of great music in that area. Uh, so we love that i had a good time there and then saturday uh, we went back to epcot did some things that we hadn't done the first time we were at epcot some of the rides that we enjoyed doing so a little more focus on activities there and then today which is our podcast and heading to disney Springs. so at least that gives you a quick overview of what our week was like now we're going to pick our specific topics that we're going to dive into further
2: yeah, and you know, as far as the decorations go, if I had to take, pick the two parks that were probably decorated the most, I might say Hollywood Studios and probably, what do you think, Magic Kingdom.
0: Yeah, you know, the interesting thing about Animal Kingdom, its decorations are so themed to the park. It is they blend in a lot. It's difficult to catch them sometimes, right? You could probably
1: very aware. You you
0: could probably not notice a lot of them if you're not really looking because they they do such a good job of blending them Mm -hmm. into the
2: theme that they blend (laughs) into the theme. Well, even like things that you wouldn't think would blend in, like people's Santa hats, just like with animal print and stuff like that. Like you, like the the brown colors, right? The brown coloration. It's just stuff that you don't notice and. And all of the parks are massively decorated. Right. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place.
1: Kingdom, I think, when you said, would yeah. Magic Kingdom be the second one? That castle, just yeah. the mm-hmm. sheer yeah. castle. From yeah, so, so let's, the
2: castle, so that so let's talk street. about the, the castle for a little bit. So Main Street, USA, as you walk into Magic Kingdom, there's just wreaths and garlands and decorations covering the buildings, lamps. But as you're walking down... Main Street USA, your eyes are going to be drawn to the Cinderella Castle, Absolutely. which is especially at nighttime, is just this bright beacon of light.
1: Right. Beauty City and I, beauty, I kept getting yeah. distracted by it. We would stand there and just look at it. It's so beautiful. Because
2: what the castle how they decorate it is it looks like it's just completely draped in white lights. Right. Like and like there's iced Yeah. Oh. And it's mm-hmm. like they're strung down like icicles and it looks, like it's, it looks like it's frozen over. It's right. stunning. Which is mm-hmm. amazing, and it's so bright. And how they actually how they do that is with netting that has lights on it. Right. So it's, it's fitted netting. It's, it's fitted netting, so it's not individual strands right. that are not connected. Yeah, these are made to fit over all the, sh- all the different shapes of the, of the castle
1: the towers. Turrets and yeah. The turrets. Right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense,
3: yeah.
2: With all that decoration, I think we found that there were surprisingly very few rides... That had decorations in the ride. Right. At Magic Kingdom. At Magic Kingdom at least. Right. And in the parks in general, there weren't as many as I expected for Christmas time. Right. I think the big one at uh, Magic Kingdom, and I think the only one that I can think of is at Magic Kingdom, keeping in mind that we actually haven't gone to all of the rides yet during this trip. We haven't gone to, like, say, It's a Small World. Right. And I think there's a couple others that we have gone on. But we went on all the major ones and. And the big one for the holiday season is Jingle Cruise. Right. So what they do is they take the Jungle Cruise and they revamp it for Christmas, basically.
0: hmm
2: Right. And the Jungle Cruise is a water
0: cruise ride. Right. With a lot of really bad puns as they go <laughs> by
2: different parts of the world, like Africa, Asia. Right. Different rivers right. across the world with sort of older animatronics. Right. 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 Animals. Yeah. And, right.
0: Yeah. So they recognize the honey nature of what the ride is, right. and they take you through that. Yeah, and it's,
1: they're great. I mean, it's... It's awesome. Depending on the cruise director, right. you can have you get totally different experiences, totally different jokes. So we've been on so many of these. Right. And the, and the cruise directors are different on each one. They're captains. Oh, well, excuse me. The captains yeah. are so different. They're
2: little boat. boats. They're not cruise ships. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: well, um. I felt like I was cruising. So. Like,
2: like even the line going in, like they had stacks of skulls that had Santa hats on them. Yeah. And the
1: jingle cruise
2: in the jingle yeah. cruise yes yep. they had a a big spider in a cage that yep. had a santa hat and a little santa beard that was, on
1: yes.
0: which was pretty funny
1: <laughs> a fake spider well i mean a it fake wasn't spider. a little it right? wasn't a fake, probably
0: yeah. eight ten inches yeah from yes. leg to leg tip I yeah mean, if they
1: had a, a real spider with a little santa beard on <laughs> what's the spider that you awesome. um lucas
3: right lucas <laughs>
2: So all of the puns are Christmas-themed. A lot of mm-hmm. the animatronics are wearing Christmas outfits. There are mm-hmm. presents floating in the water. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I mean, they, they really did. They changed They did. their puns. They changed their scripts. Well, they changed the whole
2: ride into yes. Jingle Cruise rather than Jungle Cruise. So that was that was the big one. That was probably the biggest ride in any of the parks that was changed for Christmas time.
1: Is that during the regular hours, or was that just for the Christmas party? No, but regular hours. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: okay. And like we said, in Animal Kingdom, there's a lot of different decorations and all of that, but not a whole lot of changes to the rides themselves. Right. I think the biggest holiday-themed attraction is probably the projections on the Tree of Life.
1: Yes, right. that was really awesome. Yeah,
2: so at night time a big, you know, crowd gathered outside the Tree of Life because they projected all of these scenes and if you if you don't know what the Tree of Life is, it's the big tree in the middle of Animal Kingdom that has animals carved all over it. And these projections make it seem like these animals are coming to life and they're taking part in all these little scenes together. And they had various sort of fun scenes that were not directly related to the animals that were on the tree like there was one where there was a little little boy hummingbird and girl hummingbird and right the story was a little ambiguous as to what was going on well but he was trying to get her
0: attention yeah to be they, so they could be a couple mm-hmm. and then uh, while he was busy trying to make a little nest a a green hummingbird came. <laughs> like a, kind of a big, direct, like puffy chest. Her, yeah, It didn't speak, the The scene did not speak highly of her.
2: She seemed a little distracted. Right. <laughs> well, and, and at the end, he sort of won her over with a lot of pretty things on the nest. <laughs> right, yes, right. Yes. Right.
1: There's a carving of a tiger. And as we were standing there, the tiger kind of came to life and yawned and looked around. Yeah,
0: shook his head, kind of waking himself up
1: looked around and then went back into the tree as the carving
2: right yeah
0: but
1: then there was a whole scene with a fox
2: yeah and that was a whole snow scene that they projected right. snow onto onto the tree and he was hopping around with like making o- friends yeah making friends with like <laughs> otters and <laughs> a bears. bear yeah. yeah birds and birds. he was like a little birds. res fox mm-hmm, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, that was doing kind things to other people other an- i'm sorry other animals <laughs> And he went back to his cave, and he was kind of sad because he was alone. So all the friends that so he made, all the made friends, yeah, came and, over, came and. to
2: visit him, and then he was happy. It was, yeah. it was pretty long scene. It
1: was yeah. long, and it was adorable.
2: It was very cute. Yeah, yeah. And the nice thing about the Tree of Life was that a lot of different projections. It was. It did not seem like it was just a loop of right. of right. things. Whereas they had projections on the Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios as well. But they were sort of a loop of three of the same or four four, four, yeah. four scenes, which were fun that they would play.
0: But once you've seen all four, you're done. Yeah. Versus like Animal Kingdom, looking at the Tree of Life, I think you could have stayed there for a long time. We Def- eventually decided to leave. New scenes each yeah. time.
1: Interestingly, the Tree of Life—I don't know if you guys know this—but it is 14 stories high I and did not know 50 this. feet wide at its trunk so it, they, it actually has a large surface area that it can project onto
0: yeah right. but again the, you know the way the projections work these are not flat surfaces they're not the tower of terror or the castle or right. the tree of life these are very much textured three-dimensional yep. and so they've created this projection technology that projects onto those three-dimensional mm-hmm. surfaces right. but Without it makes it look anything right but it makes it look like a flat scene or a or a dimensional scene like that. Yeah.
1: It's really amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah, and one of the really cool things about Hollywood Studios was all of the snope that yes. they <laughs> yeah. they blasted yeah. what onto is it. Snow, Cole? So it's sort of, we don't know exactly what it is, but it looks like snow, but it's sort of these little suds. So the word snope comes from the combination
0: of snow, snow and, and
3: soap.
0: Right, yes. so that's how you get <laughs> snope.
3: That's right, right. and they, they project them at different times during, like, holiday events and things going on. so you mean,
2: And when you say project, you
0: mean well, they, they
3: shoot them. it out. Yeah, they <laughs> shoot
1: it out up in the air. <laughs> they so have it's little falling. cannons that they blast soap onto
0: yeah. people. It is, like,
3: constantly. It it is it is so and It's also an
1: impact. Like, it's not this kind of suds that will sit on your hand. No, no. no.
2: Yeah. And it also, amazing. it doesn't leave... Like, Resid- wet spots on your clothes at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: It just melts. Yeah. It's, it's, Which
2: makes it a very fun and sort of magical yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But, and it's great because they can project lasers. Right. Because they do yes. laser shows at, at Hollywood cheap. Studios. Yeah. So, they can very easily project lasers onto all of this snow.
0: And I was going to say, but with the snow, you do not want to try to catch something in your mouth. Because it does not taste good. No, (laughs) no. I've never tried it. I accidentally got some in my mouth the other night, and it was was not good.
3: It was very Snoopy. Very Snoopy. But it makes it look so pretty. It does. It's very aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Yes.
2: So Epcot, as Randy mentioned before in the holiday happenings, is decorated all over this huge world showcase, all over the front end. Mm -hmm. Right. There's just so much there. Like, there's... A little uh, small train village in Germany that's all decorated for Christmas. It right. has its own little buildings and trees. and
0: It's got like a Christmas train that's de- that has Santa Claus, I think, driving the yeah. train in it.
2: Um, yeah, so it's very fun. Now, the interesting
0: thing, we are talking about which parks are the most decorated. As you were saying, Epcot. It's such a large, dis- a widely dispersed <coughs> park. Exactly. It pretty much is decorated from head to toe. Yeah. Not all the lands celebrate Christmas, so they don't have Christmas stuff. But the mm-hmm. other ones do. But it's so widely spread yeah. that you don't notice it as much as when you go to Magic Kingdom and it's right. all like compacted mm-hmm. on Main Street. Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So or something Hollywood like Hollywood, Studios. Studios, or Hollywood Studios, is Studios is smaller park. More decorated per square foot <laughs> right, kind right, of thing. Right. right yeah. Whereas Epcot so is so big. It is just so wide. Yeah.
1: It's hard but to But it see is decorated. Yeah.
2: And everywhere. There's, there's yeah. not many rides in Epcot. Living with the Land is the only one
1: that that I saw. Yeah, that was very much so.
2: Yeah, that was very decorated. And that's sort of a boat ride.
0: You go through these scenes where they're talking about how they grow their own food, how they're doing research on sustainable farming. Right, like
2: you go through an aquaculture section and then various agricultural sort of get And it's really a
0: very interesting ride. It's usually a very short way because not a lot of people go on it. It's not a thriller per se. But uh, they do take you through... Sections that show you really interesting fruits and vegetables that you know a lot of I've never even heard of other than on this particular ride. But in there, they had a lot of holiday decorations yeah. set up.
2: Yeah, and just in Epcot in general, there were a lot of different holiday things going on. Right, They had all these fun um, seasonal, obviously, decorations, but they also had these characters in each of the lands. Right,
0: and that's what I'm going to pick up on is um, there are 11 different countries represented in world showcase if you think about epcot broken into basically two parks connected (laughs) into one thing called epcot
2: so are you including america yes okay
0: um so the front part is really uh, a bunch of buildings with rides the back part is what's called world showcase which has these 11 countries in it
1: surrounding a lake so it's uh... It's a big circle.
0: Right. That that the countries kind of circle around. So right. the 11 countries, if you go kind of in order, are Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Italy, the United States, Japan, Morocco, France, United Kingdom, and Canada. Mm-hmm. So the countries that celebrate Christmas has specific bands or characters and decorations, as well as food and uh, shopping items, merchandise that you could buy. Uh, so four of them we visited that had characters that had some relationship to Christmas, and I wanted to mention those. The other ones we either visited or or we didn't see what was happening along the way, but these are definitely worthwhile seeing.
3: And in each land, they hire people from that country. Right. So it makes it even more authentic. Right. right. Going they, around the showcase. Right.
0: They're actually aware of the traditions, and they speak... Right. With the accent of, you know... The real accent, right. Right, yeah, Yeah, not just an
1: actor.
0: First one I'm going to talk about is Father Christmas, who is in the United Kingdom. And his greeting was Happy Christmas, uh, rather than Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. But he was dressed in green and white, um, with like gold threading. And he had a wreath around his head that had berries in it. And he had a long white beard. But he wasn't like fat, like a fat Santa. He was more like a, a regular size, I'd say, medium (laughs) I <laughs> uh, But he talked about how uh, it was common in various parts of the United Kingdom for people to carol on the streets. And he mentioned songs like Deck the Halls, the Wassel Song, and Good King Wenceslas, all being songs that were created in the United Kingdom. Um, I don't know that we sing the Wassel Song a lot, but I know which one, <laughs> one he's talking about.
1: Right, and Good right. King Wenceslas is an awesome one that we don't sing probably as much here, but I really like it. Yeah.
0: Right, so he was uh, more or less just talking about the traditions of the combined United Kingdom, which you know in- includes a lot of different countries that used to be separate. Um, but he mentioned some things like the first Christmas cards were created in England in 1843. So that was a tradition, he said, that England, United Kingdom, exported to the world. He uh, talked about the hanging of mistletoe. And he said that it actually dates back to before even the Christian belief was in the United Kingdom, when they would celebrate the winter solstice. When you, um, well, what they did was they would kiss under the mistletoe, and they would take a red berry off of the mistletoe bough for every kiss. So they were allowed to continue. To kiss somebody until the red berries were gone. So I thought I was interesting. I did not know that about the mistletoe tradition.
1: No, I never heard of the the take the berry and then you're done kind of. Right. There's a limit on the number.
0: Right. So um, so a lot of traditional elements of Christmas come from the United Kingdom that we're familiar with. Some of the other ones had a little more information that I wasn't as familiar with. We went and saw La Bafana in Italy, and her greeting was Buon Natale. That was her happy christmas greeting Uh, so they talked about in italy christmas is very much a family holiday where on christmas eve they have a ceremony that takes place around the nativity and then after that many families would attend mass midnight mass and then after that after midnight mass the families would sit down for a feast of rich italian food so we're talking like one two in the morning right when they're there
1: rich Italian food when just they sit down never. to have their <laughs> right yeah their
0: but feast. it made a little more sense when I heard her talk about how the children don't receive gifts until the eve of epiphany, right so they don't get gifts at Christmas day mm. they get them on epiphany, which is on January sixth and it's also called three King's Day. it commemorates the visit of the three wise men, the three kings, the three magi, whatever terminology you use when they came to visit the Christ child and Gave gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to the Christ child. So on the eve of Epiphany, which is their big moment, so January 5th, I guess that would be, this person, La Baphana, wanders the land searching for baby Jesus. So the character that we encountered in the little Italy Land and World Showcase talked about La Baphana and why she was who she was. So she was an older woman who lived by herself with a broom. She she would be (laughs) sweeping and she was sweeping one evening, and she had a knock on the door, and these three men were at the door, and but they couldn't speak the same language, right? Very but they're, exotic. Yeah, but they were very excited, and they were pointing to the star, and they were trying to get her to come with them. Oh. And she wasn't sure, you know, kind of feel their excitement, kind of felt like she'd like to go do that, but she didn't feel like she could because she had work to do around the house, so they were communicating in some way enough information, and she finally said no. She couldn't go. So she closed the door, and they left. After a little bit, she changed her mind. So she ran around the house to look for something to give the baby that they had kind of communicated with her about. But she couldn't find anything, and she finally just decided she was going to go.
3: found a doll.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. She found a doll. That's, thank you. She found a doll that she was going to take. She opened the door up, but the star that the three wise men had been following was gone so now she didn't know which way to go Hmm. so now she basically continues to on that night the night that they visited each year continues to search the earth for the baby jesus and she honors the christ child by giving gifts to good children around the world basically so that was an interesting story and she did a really good job of acting that out she
1: was awesome she was very much a character
0: The next story we went and listened to was from Père Noël in France. Uh, So he's Father Christmas, not Santa. So he was dressed in red and white. And he had a long white beard and a silk kind of green and gold sash on. And he uh, talked about the letters that kids send to him each year. And he actually said that if a child sends a letter with a return address on it, that the government pays for the reply back to them from Père Noël. So funny. Right. Uh, So he talked about how they um, celebrate what he called Watch Night, which is Christmas Eve, and that they also go to Midnight Mass, followed by a big supper of roast goose or ham, special cheeses, and then a a Yule Log dessert. And a big part of their celebration is the crèche, which is the nativity scene. And in France, not only does the crèche include the standard characters— but also includes people from your village or your hometown. So that may be the baker, or the grocer. It can also be members of your own family who are in there worshiping the baby Jesus as well. So each year they may get additional family members to put into the nativity scene that are dressed like you or kind of look like you, maybe have the same hair color, whatever it may be. So that's a big part of their celebration, according to Père Noël. So his story was about a little girl who uh, still believes in Père Noël and celebrates Christmas, but her older brother makes fun of her for being a baby, and Christmas is for babies, and Père Noël is for babies. So he kind of wove in the traditions of France as he talked through the story of how her older brother came around to believing in Père Noël and Christmas again. And the way they received gifts from Père Noël is actually by setting out shoes on Christmas Eve underneath the tree so they would set out their shoes and Père Noël would come and fill the shoes with goodies and treats the next morning. So that was kind of their tradition and their activities in France. And then the, the most interactive one and if you're ever in Epcot um, around the holidays I encourage you if you can only see one to go see the one in Norway with Secret you, and, and you'll you'll listen And they'll say good Yule for um, Merry Christmas. So their holiday season in Norway actually begins on December 13th, where they celebrate a festival for St. Lucia. And this is a processional of school children who um, parade through the town dressed like St. Lucia, but they visit hospitals and retirement homes. And St. Lucia was a young woman in the 300s, who was martyred for her beliefs. But she basically fed the poor and the needy and was killed by the Romans because of her Christian beliefs. So they celebrate her legacy on December 13th. And then the way they describe Christmas season in Norway, it's basically a one-long party from December 13th on. (laughs) A lot of concerts and fairs and markets. They go to church services. They sing carols. But the big three days are Christmas Eve Christmas Day, and then something they call Second Christmas, which is the day after Christmas Day. So on Christmas Eve, everything closes uh, in the middle of the day, and that's when all the businesses close, the bells go off, and everybody goes home to their families. But it's also the day, if you live on a farm, that you honor your animals. So you're going to bring the best barley and oats out to your animals. You're going to bring the best grains out that birds can eat during the day. So in the farming community... Some families celebrate something they call the two Christmas Nisi, which are gnomes. And basically there's the gnome that's Yul which is Santa Claus, which brings gifts to children on Christmas morning just like normal. But there's also something that's called Fios Nisi, which is for the farm animals. They call that the barn Santa Claus. So the barn Santa Claus is the one you got to watch out for. Because if you don't um, honor him Mm -hmm. and give him a treat, which is usually a steaming bowl of rice porridge with some sugar and cinnamon and some butter on top, Mm -hmm. then he can play tricks on you throughout the Christmas season. Well, at least from that day forward. So, So he's a trickster. So he's a little trickster if you don't honor him. So the little scene they set up there in Epcot was basically a young Norwegian lady telling about the traditions while the barn Santa Claus was trying to um, be seen by her and was playing tricks on her. So she did not believe in him. He was not seen by her. Hmm. So he wanted her to believe. So he was trying to do things with the crowd and with her to get her to believe which by the end she did and then they they saw each other. And the
2: whole thing is a lot of fun. It's way more sort of Upbeat. A lot of the other ones were sort of more informative, right? But this one was very fun, very interactive. Right. He had the crowd doing animal noises, and (laughs) like he, she had like a little bell that he kept taking away from her and giving to someone in the crowd. Right. It was just a whole lot of fun. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a lot of, and if if you can't go down
0: there, you can find it online. It's very fun to see what other countries' traditions are and how they celebrate Christmas and which things we inherited from them. So, those are just four of the examples that they had playing across the world showcase. Fun. Yeah, it was fun.
3: And Epcot isn't the only place that Disney celebrates Christmas. Magic Kingdom also celebrates Christmas in various ways, including Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. It's been happening for years. What is it? For about it's about $100 each person. You get up to around eight hours in the park with an exclusive Christmas parade and fireworks. Special character interactions, <laughs> low wait time on rides, complimentary treats, exclusive merchandise, picture opportunities, and Christmas shows. Right. So it's a lot packed in, but you you have eight hours, and...
2: Yeah, and it's packed in because uh, most of the people are sort of packed around these seasonal, like, events, That's or true. the... Seasonal entertainment. Entertainment. Right. Like
3: they, the parade. You definitely look for them around this these time of year. This right. is the time of year to go and
1: have these fun, special events. Yeah. And some of these events you can only experience at the Very Merry Christmas Party. Yes, that is correct.
3: This year, in 2018, we have 10 days of the Very Merry Christmas Party in November and 12 days available in December. Okay. So a lot of people look for it. I don't actually know how many people are able, like how many tickets are sold or how many people are able to attend. Disney is very good at kind of hiding those statistics. (laughs) I did see rumors about maybe from 20,000 to 30,000 people. And just to give you all just a little bit of context, maybe around 75,000 people go through Magic Kingdom at least. And they have a capacity of, what was it, 100,000 people, but they never let it go to that
1: capacity. Right. From what I could tell, it's about 80,000 is what a normal full day at Disney would look like. Okay, so 75 to 80, yeah. Yeah, 75 to 80,000 at Magic mm-hmm. That's right.
3: Tickets for this party for 2018 went on sale in March. The party events begin at 7 p.m. and end at midnight. People with event tickets can enter Magic Kingdom as early as 4 p.m. You don't have to have full Magic Kingdom
1: tickets. Right. So
0: that's how you end up getting the eight, eight hours. hours Is right. that, yeah. You don't have to have a Magic Kingdom ticket, but there will be people that are not going to the party that have been in the park all day from 4 to 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's an overlap period when you've got... Regular park goers and the people for the very merry Christmas party at the same time, so it's pretty crowded.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> during those three hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still worth it to go in and do some shopping and to look around. It tends to be worth it for those three hours, yeah. but it is very crowded. Just be
2: yeah. aware if you want to go on rides during that time, you'll probably be going on a ride right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless you have fast right.
0: passes. Right. right. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And the party kicks off at seven, so that's basically when. All people who are there for the party are going to be there, and pretty much everybody who just has regular, regular tickets are pushed out. They right. start. They start
1: being pushed out at right. seven. That's right. Yeah.
3: Once you enter the park, they give you um, special event wristbands to wear, which helps them identify. Okay, who's supposed to be here for the party? Who's not? Right. And they'll say, "Can I see your wristband?" They do. Yes. They they get at, at a certain time. They get very uh, particular. Um, about right. seeing who has the wristband and who doesn't.
2: Right. In a certain time, they stop being particular. I think once it hits like nine o'clock or so, they just stop checking right. people. They f- right. figure they've got everybody Yeah. Out.
3: And they also give you a map with all the times and locations of the events and treats. Right. So the party, I mean, there's so much. There's around like nine entertainment things going on at various times and locations across the park. They have various ho- complimentary holiday treats available. And specialty foods that are
1: not complimentary, um. <laughs> <laughs> but only available
3: right. sometimes
1: at the special parties. Right,
3: and the, the theme for the specialty foods that you would have to buy seem to be revolving around Wreck-It Ralph because Wreck-It Ralph 2 you just, know, opened. just opened in theaters.
0: They also have special character meet and greets, right? Where you can right. go up and get a picture taken mm-hmm. and get an autograph of characters. We don't do that but we, you can see them and it's mm-hmm. usually characters that are, have some kind of Christmas or holiday clothing right. on. Mm-hmm. Like Mickey
3: and Minnie have their holiday attire right. and the all Cooper that Gang stuff. has
0: holiday attire on.
3: That's right. I think uh, the Seven Dwarves were there and they right. had holiday stuff on. So for us, The night that we went it was unfortunately extremely cold it was and not only was it cold but we had a very strong breeze that consistently went through that made it even colder
0: right it was unseasonably cold for florida
3: right right. um
0: and that happened to be the night that we were there so Mm -hmm. and we weren't really dressed appropriately we were not prepared (laughs) for that particular night we had coats but not warm enough coats
3: no so for holiday treats for our experience because it was so cold, we didn't really move around all that much. We did go to um, Liberty Square to get their ginger molasses cookies and eggnog. That was yeah. pretty good. I was super excited about that. Once you first entered, going back to the entrance of the park, they gave you automatically gave you these Mickey head cookies, sugar right. cookies. Yeah. That had, I think Mickey had
1: a little hat on them. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the pre-party? <clears throat> yes. As soon as yes. you came in... If you were part, a party goer, mm-hmm. if you had this, the wristband, yeah. they said you can go to the left for the pre-party festivities. And they gave you a sugar cookie, and they had some photo ops. And, yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was cute.
3: Yeah. Uh, for ex- They also have exclusive merchandise, such as bags, holiday event shirts, ornaments, mugs. We got at least three, I feel like three event shirts. Mm -hmm. Uh, if not more, um, (laughs) mom and dad, you are pass holders, right?
0: Annual pass holders.
3: You are annual pass holders. So as a result of going to the event and getting a shirt, you also got to have a special event pass holder shirt. Yeah. So it (laughs) it just layers
1: a special on the special. So Disney's very good at that. Yeah, they are.
3: They also had Mickey's most merriest celebration. So this is like when Mickey, all, all the gang comes out and they have this little celebration at the castle. They have it like at maybe three, four different times across the right. evening. And they sing cute. songs. They sing toe-tapping holiday songs. And they, they even had a song for... Texting people at Christmas, which was cracking me up because it's geared toward especially like the generation, the Z yeah. generation. Yeah, I think
0: it was about texting friends to come over to the holiday celebration. Yeah. That's right. what the song basically was. Mm-hmm. So then they would, after they had that song, then different friends would come over. That's They'd right. ring the bell, and then mm-hmm. that person would, or I mean, that character would. Or characters would come in. They'd sing a song with them. That's right. And then the doorbell would ring again, and another set of characters would come. That's but right. They texted. It was cute. Like yeah. yeah. Woody cute. and
3: Jesse at one point. Right. There was a whole like cow the cowboy ch- thing. Kind Chip of thing. and Dale.
0: Chip and Dale. Um, the the cow and
3: uh, No. Mabel. Mabel. No. I thought it was Maribel.
1: I Think it's Maribel. I don't. I think know. It's a
3: But yeah, she came in and in this sleigh, being led by reindeer. Right. All dramatic. And so that was fun. Clarabelle. 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 There we go. Yeah. Much more familiar with like Oswald and like Mickey. (laughs) But even still, it was very fun. And during that song, they had these, I don't know, little little lit up screens. So it made it like more authentic that they were texting people. And it was just really funny and cute. Um, Another thing that they did, an event, uh, Frozen Holiday Wish. Where Elsa lit up the castle. Of course, the castle, as we say previously, is gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. So when Elsa is and snow and ice is combined with that, it just... just dazzling. Makes, it, it is. It is very a dazzling.
2: I was dazzled. Were you dazzled?
1: I was totally dazzled. i still dazzled. <laughs> I thought it was neat, too, because Disney... One of the things Disney does so well is when Elsa's moving her hands. Yeah. Like the swirls. You'll see swirls on the castle. Mm. And then she'll be her hand over here and you'll see swirls on the castle until she does it and, you know, it all lights up. But it's not just she's winging her hands around. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's doing this. She's bringing her hand up and swirls go about the castle. Yeah, so they do a
3: very good job with, like, you know, live people and then projections and music and and all that. Everything's purposeful. Everything looks gorgeous and everything's very fluid.
1: Yep, it's what Disney does so well.
3: And they do. Um, another thing that we watched was Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. At that point, it was very cold. To so me and Mom, basically sat on these steps and didn't move. Um, <laughs> so we covered up with shirts that yes. we had bought. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we, we looked pretty sad, but it was good. <laughs> we well, were as warm as we could. Yeah, yeah I, I right. really
0: like that parade because it's obviously, mm-hmm. it's a Christmas parade, it was right? Really so good. That, it really It's very christmas But Christmas-y. they have the um, March of the Wooden Soldiers, so they mm-hmm. have a whole little army of toy soldiers that march that's really fun, That I really yeah. enjoy that part of the parade.
3: And they have all the favorite characters dressed up in their Christmas attire, right. Right. these great floats. It was really great. Yeah, reindeer, elves, teddy bears toy soldiers, you name it. They all walk down and you even see Santa himself. Right. Yep. Um, the parade occurs twice nightly at 8.30 and then one at um, 11. And then the last thing that we saw for the evening was Holiday Wishes, which is a fireworks display. hmm It takes place around like 10 p.m. And I have to say, this is like the most amazing fireworks display I have ever seen at Disney or ever, a lot, anywhere. lot because
0: Disney does a lot of good fireworks displays.
3: They do. They do. Unlike... Happily ever after, which is what they do nightly, um, which is very much a projection show with fireworks. With fireworks, this is much more focused on the fireworks. They have projections like snowflakes or some
0: toy soldiers. uh,
3: soldiers, But that's about it. Right, and they do a phenomenal job. Timing the fireworks with right. the music and even the projections. Right. With fireworks, you know, you had the added complication of the weather, right. right? So you have to make sure that it's not too windy, not too rainy. As it turned out, it was a very nice night to do it. And we actually saw Tinkerbell go down, which is what we actually didn't see A night or two before, at happily ever after, because it was too rainy. So, but it was it was incredible. There were fireworks. Pretty much a one eighty view of the fireworks. There were fireworks on the castle. These little swirly. Fireworks that went round and round and round, and it it was just—it was incredible. It was.
0: Yeah, it was a great show. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, at one point when it did the one eighty, we were all just like looking around, going, "You've got to be kidding me! This is amazing!" These huge fireworks all around around
3: you—it was just. It's
2: just—it's something that you can't capture in a picture because it is all around you.
3: Right, Mm -hmm.
1: right. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it was was amazing. And the Christmas party was something where I wanted to focus our time more on the events rather Mm -hmm. than the rides because. The events are exclusive to that night. Mm -hmm. The parade, the stage show that you Mm -hmm. talked about, and then holiday wishes are exclusive. So you only get those if you go to that specific event. Right. In my head, my thought process was the night before, we went to Disney After Hours. And that night is really focused on how many rides you can do, how fast you can do them.
1: Yeah. 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 That is correct. I'm going to talk to you about the Disney After Hours This is a separate event that is not the same as Extra Magic Hours. It's not? It's not. And it does not replace the Extra Magic Hours. And this is something that apparently people can get confused about. The free Extra Magic Hours are for resort guests. This is an event that you pay for separately. So this is called After Hours. It is not a themed party. It is an event where the park is open late with next to no lines. Which is amazing.
2: Yeah. I think it's... How many people is
1: normally they sell well normally in the park there can be 75 to 80,000 people.
2: Right. For this for event, Magic Kingdom. For Magic, for Magic
1: Kingdom. Kingdom for this event they sell about 3,000 tickets. Total. Now,
2: which is unreal.
1: It's amazing. Interestingly, in all the research I was doing, apparently if you actually know these numbers, you're under a confidentiality agreement. Hmm. Which is why we can't find numbers for these. But the consensus seems to be, over a number of sources, they sell about 3,000 tickets for this. So This is per night? For the after hours event. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's the most that they're going to sell. So you go from 75,000 people in the park <laughs> to 3,000 people in the park. Yeah. Now, the night that we were there, they only sold about 750 tickets. We found that out from one of the cast members. So it was like you're walking around in your own park. Yeah. It's like a VIP Experience yeah.
3: street huge streets meant for all you know all these people to be packed in completely empty right, right. Yep. it was amazing
1: it, it's it is it is incredible now as Cindy said the parties themselves the very merry Christmas party and the Halloween parties no they're not about short lines no. they are about themed events mm-hmm. fireworks parades special food
0: exclusive activities exclusive right.
1: activities yep. the, this. After hours event is about no lines. Yep. (laughs) So
2: and they do no lines really well.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it does incredibly well. And they do allow you to come in three hours early, Mm -hmm. like they do with the other parties. But for those three hours, you're going to have all of the guests. And then the extra ones. Now, there's not as many extra people it's just a anyway. standard
0: amount of people in Magic Kingdom during those three hours. For those
1: three hours. Yeah. After that, if you want to experience a lot of rides where normally you have to stand in long lines.
2: Something like an hour, hour and a half for some of these rides. Correct. And even even a fast pass can take you 15, 20 minutes yeah. sometimes.
0: Right.
1: Sometimes
2: even thirty minutes, depending on how many people, what time it is, and how many people are right. standing in the fast pass line.
1: For this event, the most you would wait is ten minutes, and sometimes that's just how much, how long it takes you from entering it to getting onto the ride.
2: Walking through the queue mm-hmm. to,
1: to get. Yeah, some of the queues
2: it. are long enough, and right. they've got enough like interactive activities that. That's right. You know, because you got to stop and you know. Spin the barrels
1: in the, <laughs> the snow right. snow white like dwarf, dwarf ride. Like and dwarf mine ride. The number of rides that they have it's it's a huge number of rides. So they have basically they have photographers on Main Street in front of Cinderella's castle. So you can get pictures with no people in the background. The rides that we rode that night were the Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean. I think we did that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. The Haunted Mansion. We did that at least a couple times. Winnie the Pooh. Peter Pan's Flight. Peter Pan's Flight always has...
0: It always has like a 70, 80 minute wait at At least. East. Yeah, and so with, this, with no fast pass, which is kind
2: of ridiculous
0: when you think about the ride crazy. itself.
1: Yeah, Yeah. But, I mean, it's a cute ride, but it's just amazing how... Right, it's well, it's people. a cute ride,
2: but it's just sort of like Small World or Winnie the Pooh or any of those other slow right. rides but, over in Fantasyland.
1: But it always has the longest lines. Yeah. So, this is a great time to get on Peter Pan's flight. Yes, yeah. yeah. The Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, we rode three different times.
0: That's another one that normally has pretty long lines and oh low goodness. likelihood of getting a fast pass. Because you're only allowed three fast passes at a park on a given day ahead of time. You can only manage three. You can get a fourth one if you use all three during the day. But it's hard to get some of these rides even with a fast pass.
1: Right. And Tomorrowland Speedway. Those are the ones I Which that we, we
0: never ride. We never do. Right. It's a little like auto Park Speedway thing with a little diesel kind of engines. Yeah, it's cute. It's which is fine, but it had no no line, and we never wait for it. Yeah,
1: and it's kind of nostalgic for us because we always did that when the kids were little. Yes, right.
2: Which I kind of realize why we never wait in line (laughs) for it. You don't really have much control over your car. steering is horrible. Steering is terrible. In fact,
3: at one point, mom stopped dead because your foot slipped off of the brake. I stopped before her, but the person behind me didn't, so he slammed into my car. Basically, like bumper cars at that point. Yeah, well, I
0: went out ahead. I was first out and nobody you guys didn't come because the other cars hadn't come back yes. yet because
3: mm-hmm.
0: there's so few cars on the track so right. i basically rode out for a while realized there was nobody behind me so i just stopped and i took pictures <laughs> at angles you never get yeah i was taking pictures of like the space mountain with no you know, nobody over there i was taking yeah. pictures of the speedway with That's nobody funny. on it and yeah. yes it was fun
1: yeah When the kids were little, this was a big deal. Right. And I remember even measuring Cole when he was little, measuring him up to the line. Right. So he could drive. He could actually drive the car himself. So a lot of good memories there for us. Right. But since the kids had gotten older, we hadn't.
2: Yeah, and there's a few things that are like that that we just don't usually go on.
1: Right. Right. So if you want a period of time that you can hit those rides and seriously, during a normal day, these rides there's no way you're going to get to the Seven Dwarf Mine Rides three times in a day. No. no, Let no, alone no. Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean twice, Big Thunder Mountain, Haunted Mansion twice, Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan's Flight, and the Twilight Speed Bike.
0: And Cole went on Space Mountain by himself. He and he wanted, did. Yeah. He right. wanted to go on that. Yeah. In
3: fact, I think we went on Haunted Mansion three times.
2: I think we did go on
0: Haunted Mansion yeah. <laughs> three times.
2: Right.
1: So, these, this is just an incredibly amazing opportunity to hit these rides it is
0: now it is a stripped down period of time meaning that there aren't parades going on no, right. there's no fireworks nope, going no on no
1: special
3: characters the,
0: yep. most of the restaurants are closed yep. um, you get free with your ticket popcorn drinks meaning sodas or water yep
1: and, and um, the ice cream novelties the
0: ice cream novelties but there aren't a lot of other places open to get food
1: Right. No, but you you can have as much of the popcorn, right. ice cream novelties, the ice cream bars, Mickey bars. The
0: a number kind of, of the things. shops are closed, but the Main Street ones are open. Mm-hmm. So you just have to know that your really your focus here is going to be snacks, no, no people, and food. And I, and I mean snacks. <laughs> no, those are snacks, her two focuses.
1: <laughs> and
3: rides
1: <laughs> are the focuses. Boom! Get the snacks, into it. snacks and food and rides as you can get, and of that you can get right. through. Right. But it's, it's, it's one of those things that if you can do this early in your trip, when you go later, you can really relax and just focus on your fireworks, your parades, your right. shopping, you're mm-hmm. enjoying the ambiance of the theme park because you've done so many rides. It's just amazing. Some of the other rides that are open, some of them were the Tiki Room, the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Country Bear Jamboree, Splash Mountain, The Barnstormer, Dumbo, It's a Small World, Space Mountain, Under the Sea with a Little Mermaid, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, and that's just some of them. I
0: tried, you didn't mention the carousel. I tried to get you guys to go on the carousel and you would not go.
1: Right. And the carousel. (laughs) You love that. I've been reading reviews as I was doing some research for this. I enjoyed it so much. Many of the people were saying, you know, I was skeptical when I first thought about doing this. There's not the parades, there's not the fireworks, but if you want those rides, they were like converts then at that point. It was like, and I have to say, we did that
3: our first day. Yeah. Right. So we got yeah. all those rides in our first day. After that first day, I had such a hard time waiting an hour <laughs> plus to go on that Slinky Dog ride. Yeah. It was just in Hollywood kind Studios of yeah. torture, and it is just an incredible experience. If I could do it again, I, I definitely would, like, in the
1: future. Like, I yeah. would aim... Yes. Well, they recently that. announced
0: that they're going to do Disney After Hours at other parks.
1: That's right. Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I could see them both being... For Animal yes. Kingdom, you could do Flights of Passage, the Navi River Journey. You could just do those over and over again. Yeah, if I those don't know, are the
1: ones you wanted to concentrate on, you could just keep doing them.
0: I don't know if they'll do the Safari at night, because they had stopped that, mm-hmm. but the... The other rides you could do.
1: Yeah. Um, they actually have a list. Like, if you wanted to look yes, that online, up, right. they have a list of the things that they are right now, as of now, anticipating Especially them being open. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood
0: Studios, with the Toy Story Land open, where it's hard to get on some of those rides right. because it's so busy over there. Mm-hmm. If you did after hours, you could just do those over and over again.
3: Absolutely. When we were talking to people, they seem to be mixing up like events like Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party with... The after hours, exactly. right? They would think that for this party, the Very Merry Christmas party, that there would be significantly less people. And well, in reality, yes. it yeah. really wasn't. It
0: is less, but not like the after hours. I mean, it's an yeah, order right. of magnitude different, right? Yeah. So you maybe you have half a third yes. of the number of people for the holiday party. But for the Disney After Hours, it's, right. it's a tenth, right, yeah. of that even, so. Yeah. It, but she said online that it was like 30, she was saying 30,000.
1: Is that right? Yes. Because people, 30, uh, well, some 000. of the stuff I was doing is reading, said, you know, the, some of the parties seem to be heavier.
0: That's exactly right. It, okay. it can feel, and I, like Cole was saying, people tend to be congregated right. in the same area, mm-hmm. so maybe, and we were in those areas, so right. you think about the fireworks, the parade, We were there, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe there's just a huge congregation around the unique events. So Mm -hmm. it feels heavier, but it definitely feels heavier. (laughs) It does.
1: You're fighting a crowd. I mean, if you want to go places and and find a spot for the parade or for the fireworks, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. Yeah. So one of the things to be aware of is that if you want to do after hours, you need to be able to be awake. (laughs) We were there. It was what? From... 10 to
0: 1. That was the actual after After hours hours. time frame. Right. We were there three hours early Mm -hmm. and then from 10 to 1 was the event.
1: Exactly. You have to be able to be awake those hours. So people with small children, probably not the best thing for them unless they have grandma or grandpa with them that they can leave the children with. And the only way to get back to the ticket and transportation center then is by ferry boat. The monorails are not running.
0: The buses are not
3: running.
1: Right. A lot of things are shut down. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of the extra things.
3: And I would say that those things that you have just mentioned are also applicable to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party as well. If you're thinking about bringing young children and thinking about like... Because it goes to midnight. Right. right. So if you're going to stay
1: that late. One of the things we did is the next morning we planned to sleep in. So if you are... Planning your trip, and this is one of the things that you want to take advantage of, and I would highly recommend it. Then the next morning, make that a sleep-in day. Right, that's out.
0: Right. So you know, basically, if you look at the price of the tickets, so it's about the equivalent of a single-day ticket to Magic Kingdoms, about the same price as a Disney After Hours event, and given that you can go in three hours early, so you can make it a six, seven-hour day. And you have the whole back end of the day for that after-hours event where nobody's there, right? You basically could substitute those kind of tickets instead of getting a single-day ticket to the Magic Kingdom, right? Right, and just su- just say I'm gonna. For about the same price, I'm going to put my money into that, knowing it's going to be later, but I'm going to have all this time to do all these rides by ourselves.
1: And you would not be able to do this many rides no. in a couple days no. where it was just yeah. regular. And during attenders. the first
0: three hours, you at least could watch the, the normal fireworks show. Right. That there won't be the parades and things, but you'll get some of those activities in.
1: So you have to de- decide what right. is important to you. After having experienced it, I would absolutely do right. the after hours ticket yes
0: definitely worthwhile
1: yeah yes. definitely
0: worthwhile so that's going to uh, finish us up for today we will be finishing up our trip to disney today and tomorrow and then heading back north to the cold on tuesday so in the meantime you can find us on twitter via at holiday underscore moons instagram at holiday moons Facebook, we've got a Facebook group page at Facebook.com slash Holiday Moons. You can visit us online at com slash Holiday Moons. And we will get back to a regular Christmas schedule next week. And for
1: Randy, Cole, Sydney, and Beth, happy holidays! Happy holidays. Bye.